Kevin Milner's with us. Hey, Kevin. Hello, Jack, and, and um, my condolences on the passing of your granny. Oh, and, thank uh, you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I speak on behalf of uh, all all the listeners. Yeah, thank you. That's that's very kind, Kevin. Yeah, it's a, it is it is really sad. I you know I and I I feel very sad for my mum and for my auntie. Um, you know, but but and it's like I said at a funeral, and like like I said. In my editorial this morning, it, it, the sadness that I feel is is eased a little bit in knowing that she had such a rich and full life, and things at the end were pretty quick. So, um, you know, um, in in the giant scheme of things, um, you know, I we have plenty to to feel grateful for. I think at the moment, and um, yeah, you know, that's good. I think also that you sh- your, your sadness should be helped by the fact that you took that time to go over and spend that time with her yeah. uh, at, a, at yeah. a difficult time to travel and everything else. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, yeah you, you should feel very happy about that as well. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Yeah. No, mm. it's good to, good to be back in New Zealand, though. I flew in, flew in late last night. Um, oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the whole palava. So here's one thing. I, I We've got to keep moving, but I'll tell you one thing. So you've got to get tested, obviously, before you travel and, you know, before you come into New Zealand. So I had to get pre-departure tests to go to Australia and then – in Australia to come back to New Zealand, I had to get pre-departure COVID nineteen test PCR test as well. So um, that's all fine and good, but you have to get if you're getting your PCR test to come here, you have to get it within forty eight hours of your scheduled flight back to New Zealand. Well, and right. so I was flying at three forty p.m. from Sydney, right? Uh. And I I booked my um, PCR test and got it forty eight hours earlier, just under forty eight hours earlier, at three thirty three p.m. in Adelaide. But the problem is that when the customs person looked at that, they said, hang on, you got your test at 3.33 p.m. and you flew at 3.40. But the thing oh. is that South Australia has a half-hour time difference with the east coast of Australia. So I had to get up my Google and be like, look, it's a different time in South Australia right now where I got my test. It's a half-an-hour difference. Otherwise, for the sake of seven minutes, I might not have been allowed back in the country. So there you go. How complicated. I know, I know. The whole thing is just... Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Kevin, you've had an interesting time at the supermarket. Yeah, well, having recently experienced what it's like to be stuck at home in isolation, I offered to do a trip to the supermarket for some friends during the week. They say, don't they, if you you do someone a favour, it quickly comes back to you. Remember the kids' song? Aroha is something if you give it away. Give it away. <laughs> You're supposed to be singing. Give it away. Yeah, something if you give it away, it comes right back, back to you. Remember Beautiful. that song? Did you sing it? I don't think I did, to be honest, Kevin. Oh. But And that's not me being shy, although I'm aware that with Michael Bulublé on the show today, I should be very careful about singing. Um, but it's karma, isn't it? It's, the, it's karma in a song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I've discovered if you help people out with their shopping, there's an immediate reward. You get to see what they buy. I hasten to add this isn't why I offered to do it, but when you're given a list, you have to read it, right? Yeah. Reading this couple's list was particularly interesting because they are absolutely superb cooks. A meal round there is akin to a night out at a Michelin star restaurant. Seriously. Mm. So what you what did I learn from the small list of food items that they wanted me to buy? My wife spotted it before me. They buy frozen spinach, not fresh. It surprised us. They just didn't seem that type to be digging into the freezer. Surely fresh is always best. 
Not so. I googled frozen versus fresh spinach. There's pages and pages on it, Jack. Apparently spinach keeps its many nutrients far longer frozen. And because frozen spinach is so compact, you're getting far more nutrients. A Pam's bag of fresh spinach is 120 grams of spinach. A pack of Tally's frozen spinach is 500 grams, Ah. nearly five times as much. Then there's the price. That 120-gram bag of fresh spinach is $3.99. The 500-gram frozen pack is 50 cents cheaper at $3.99. And yes, it was 100% New Zealand grown. So guess what I'm going to try next time? Do do you... (laughs) Do you buy spinach, Jack? Uh, yeah, I do. I, it's a supplement, the um, small crop that I get from the garden on the 16th floor. But, oh, okay. But so just so I'm clear, though, if you get your frozen spinach, can you defrost it and have it as a salad? Or is frozen spinach no. only? Yeah, right. It's only for adding to, to cook dishes. Yeah, I imagine you could have it, but it wouldn't look very good. Yeah, right. Okay. Cropped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the other interesting thing on my friend's shopping list was a request for unripe avocados. Hmm. Why unripe? I've always found it frustrating to get to the supermarket and find all the avocados hard. I'd just go and buy something else. But now it occurs to me that's silly, isn't it? Why not pick up an unripe avocado or two every time you go to the supermarket and have them ripening at home? Then you just slice them up and when they're perfect, you know, and just in the right condition. I don't know why that never occurred to me. Jack? I urge listeners, the moment that they hear that friends are in isolation, ring them up and offer to do their shopping. You'll get more ideas from their shopping list than the Edmunds cookbook. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you learned a couple of things, especially given they sound like such good such good cooks. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so, I mean, I always the thing that annoys me with avocados, I'm the same, is that there's only ever one option. You can only either get the unripe or the ripe. So when you want an avocado for a few days' time, inevitably you go to the supermarket and they've only got super ripe ones that need to be eaten within the next 20 minutes. Yeah. And then the opposite is, is true as well. Sometimes when you want to make a fresh guacamole for dinner that night, you go to the supermarket and you're like, oh, great, this avocado feels like a brick. <laughs> it's yeah, going right. to take five days in a paper bag before it's close to eatable. I never yeah. understand why they can't have both in this, in this yeah, age of convenience that we live in. Why can't they have like a little stand that has super ripe avocados ready to go and another stand that has avocados that are going to take a few days? Well, I suppose what I'm saying is why not just buy a whole lot of unripe ones uh, or, or a couple of unripe ones yeah, every, yeah. Week, every time you go in there and just have them ripening in your own home yeah. so you can have them when they're dead ripe. Oh, some of us aren't that organised, Kevin. That's the problem. <laughs>